It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Let's go, Casey. How are you doing? Good. Well, as good as you can be at 6.06 in the morning. How was your day yesterday? It turned out to be a really gorgeous day outside. Super productive day for me because the gingerbread man had a big, like, work day. So, yeah. oh, gosh, I just love that when I can just spend all day by myself at home and, like, even the dog is gone. Yeah. I think everyone, wow. everyone knows that feeling. Like, you can just get so much more done. I read that you went and played tennis. Did you play tennis by yourself? I played tennis with a friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. I always played tennis by myself. I'd go and hit uh, the yeah, ball. Yeah, I don't have a wall. wall. There's no wall at your. No, they, it's I feel like they usually fence. have them at tennis courts. It's fence. They usually put up a wall on the fence so well, you can. Well, it's not like out of court. Oh, it's gotcha. at my. It's at an apartment complex that's near where I live. Gotcha. Well, it sounds like fun. It was great weather yesterday. It's gorgeous. Oh, my gosh, I just feel like. I was thinking about what we were doing in 2020 at this time Mm -hmm. and how bored and doing nothing everybody was. And now I think I got home at like, I don't know, three o'clock yesterday after all the things that I had to do in the day. It was, I have never been more sad than I was in like April of 2020. Uh Three years later, you never know. Everything's changed. Here we are. Uh, We've got Tyler Hubbard tickets up for grabs in the big three this morning. We'll do that at 8 o'clock, your chance to win. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out. We appreciate you. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Kentucky native Carly Pierce was just asked to do the most Kentucky thing you can possibly think of. She was invited to sing at this year's Kentucky Derby. Let's go. She'll be singing the national anthem at the historic Churchill Downs on on May 6th. That's really coming up. I am always a little, what's the word? Like I have mixed feelings about it because I love the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Give me a fat hat. Give me a fat mint julep. Give me a fat list of horses to bet on. You ever actually I, had a mint julep? Yeah, I love them. Okay. <laughs> but I don't like the horse racing aspect. You know what I mean? Like, there's still that part of me that's like, I don't know how much the horse loves that. The From a, like, a humanitarian kind Right, of, exactly. Yeah, people, yeah. Yeah, but I'm excited for Carly Pierce because I, she's originally from a town called Taylor Mill, which is on the Kentucky side of Cincinnati, and it's been a huge couple years for her. I mean, she just won her first Grammy this year. She's got multiple CMTs and CMAs. She said that she was with a news reporter recently who asked if she'd ever consider going to the Derby, and that's when Carly said, you know, I've never been, but if you know someone, you can pass my name along. And then the word spread, and the head of the Derby personally called her himself to ask if she'd like to sing the national anthem. I just feel like the head of the Derby is like, hello, Carly Pierce, would you like to sing at this year's Derby? That's how I imagined it, too. So we've got a list of the horses already. Oh, already. Uh, Forte is favored to win. I haven't looked at this list yet, but it's always fun to to look at the the horse names. Yeah. Slip Mahoney. <laughs> Rocket Can. There's so many horses. Instant Coffee. I love Instant that. Instant Coffee. <laughs> Don't Get It is another one. Uh, disarm. Bourbon Bash. Where do they come up with this stuff? Arctic Arrogance and Angel of Empire. There's so many horses here, but that's that's Kentucky Derby. 
Carly goes on to say it's one of the most re- one of the most well recognized events in our culture. And being from that state, I don't know how many Kentuckians have ever sang the anthem, but I can be one of the few. So if you are planning on watching the Kentucky Derby on May sixth, Remy and Casey. It's prom season. Yesterday, Casey posted up uh, throwback <laughs> photos of when Casey and I went to prom. Not together. Not together. <laughs> 10 years apart, obviously. And uh, so it's me and my date, Amanda Bynes, who I guess you didn't know I went with. Surprise. And then Casey just like, what's up? I don't need no date in this photo. I did have a date to that prom. Yeah. About a year afterwards, I decided he didn't deserve to be in the throwback picks. So. Gotcha. Well, we, we also, we talked about how prom has changed so much over the years. And when I was going to prom or any like high school dance, homecoming or whatever, you'd always take a minute to go and take your photo. You go to the photo booth, at, you take a photo with a professional photographer. At prom. At prom, like at the actual event. And yes. then they would, like school pictures, would send them to you like two or three weeks afterwards, printed or whatever package you ordered. But apparently you don't do that anymore. No, we didn't have that. We, you know, you get ready with your girlfriends or whatever, and then you meet up with all your friends and you usually went somewhere. Like those pictures of mine were taken in Lumiere Park. Okay. And a lot of our friends would go to like the city gardens or whatever scenic spot was in town that you lived in, but we didn't have like a photo op at the event. Yeah, this is uh this is the day. Prom night is the the night where all of the parks with fountains get attention. Oh yeah. Yeah, if there's a fountain there, definitely getting some attention. But uh we posted this up on our Facebook page. By the way, if you have old prom photos that you want to post up in the comments section, I please do. I want to see them. <coughs> um but uh, we got some pretty funny responses there. And also, I shared it to my personal page where my prom date from that night said, oh, I didn't know that I was Amanda Bynes. Because uh. we, we put Amanda Bynes' photo over my date because I didn't want to, like, without asking, <laughs> right, put a photo her. up in, in front of St. Louis and be like, here, here's, uh, here's my date to prom. Shout out to you, Facebook friends with your prom date. Yeah. Uh, it's, I was like, I apologize. I'm she, going to look at her right she, now. She obviously, way. she obviously was okay with it, but it was very funny. Uh, so go post up your old prom pictures. I also wanted to talk about after prom because I talked to my next door neighbor. Columbia's Columbia, Illinois prom was Post-prom. last weekend. Rocks. Post prom has changed too. Where I, they used to give out like TVs and like I got a cool fossil watch when you know it was my after prom. Yeah. And now they just do gift cards. Oh, really? Yeah, because apparently, like, he, he said, uh, well, kids these days, they've got everything. So, like, you know, a 36-inch TV, what? They've got a 50-inch in their room. What does it matter? I was like, I don't know about I never had a 50-inch TV in my room, but. Mm, no, th- no. If this if they only do gift cards right now, it is definitely way less cool than it was even 10 years ago. Post-prom was like it yeah. to the point where like if you were too cool for school not showing up for post-prom I would feel sorry for you <laughs> there's just so much cool stuff to get there but there's been a lot that's changed go check out the, our both of our throwback photos to prom on the Facebook page or on Instagram and then tell us what your favorite part of prom was on the text line 314-699-4766 and we'll be sure to tell you if that's changed or not from the 618 whatever happened to limos those were so popular back in the day I never see them anymore Oh, yeah. We weren't doing that. You didn't do a limo? Mm-mm. I don't think we ever did a limo either. I think we always... Uh... It was... It, oddly enough, it was always the person whose parent 
had the coolest the cool car. car. Yeah. And then we, we would all ride in that and like parents would closely follow behind just in case like yeah. anything happened. Yeah. Oh, sweet BMW, bro. You get to take out the, the Lexus for the night. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, we'd take a minivan because you could stuff more people in there. Uh, from the 314, I went with two dates to my prom because one initially said no. And so I asked another. The original changed her mind, but already bought a dress. She was cool with being the second girl, so my senior prom was spicy. This must have been one <laughs> cute boy if you are cool with being a oh, second that's so date. awesome. But I feel like a lot of times what happens is you may, I don't know, you may say no or something, but you don't want to miss out. You know, the, the FOMO starts to kick in. You just want to be there. You go by yourself. You just go with your friends. Yeah. Oh, she, went with, she went with another girl and a guy. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. High school. Very nice. Uh, class player, I guess. Maybe he got that I year. do want to know about this from her end of things. I do sure. too. Yeah. Uh, 314 699 4766. What was your favorite part of prom? Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Swing. There's a high drive to center. Way back there. Still going. Adios. Pelota. It's a walk off home run for Blake Sable. An electrifying moment at Oracle Park. And his teammates are jumping on his back. Ugh. The Giants have won it. Awful, awful, awful news. Uh, what is this? Adios, pelota. I you know, was trying to figure out the same thing. I think he says adios, and then oh, I thought it said hi ho. <laughs> I'm sure it's like a, that was one of the Giants uh, broadcasters from last night. I'm sure it's an inside joke, something yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Helsley gave up his first walk off home run last night. And that was a reaction from the Giants announcers. And the frustration continues as the Cardinals lose to the Giants. One strike away. Mm -hmm. One strike away. And rookie catcher Blake Sable decided to make a moment. And good for him. I mean, that's huge. If you're a rookie, you're coming in, walk off home. Come on. Yeah. That's an amazing moment. It just sucks that it has to be us, you know? <laughs> I get it. I hear you. Uh, the Birds will try and split the four-game series with a win tonight against the Giants' first pitch at 845. And St. Louis City SC won 5-1 against Union Omaha in front of a sold-out City Park crowd for the third round of the U.S. Open Cup last night. It was awesome. Uh, I saw some clips of uh, the game. It was actually broadcasting on... I think it was Bleacher Report's YouTube page. So mm -hmm. I watched a bit of the game. It's exciting. I can't wait to actually go to a game. And I think at the end of May, we're scheduled to go. So I'm very excited about oh, that. Oh, really? Fun. Yeah. Uh, sold out crowd. Set an open cup third round record with 22,423 fans in attendance. And the open cup is a knockout format tournament that any organized team affiliated with the U.S. soccer with U.S. soccer can play in. So uh, City doing well. They're doing really, really well this year. It's an exciting team to watch. So uh, they've got Portland at home on Saturday, kickoff at 730. And Aaron Rodgers wrote a lengthy goodbye to Packers fans and a long list of people, including equipment room staff like Red and T-Bone, friends in the training room like Flea and Doc McKenzie and others like Bloke and Giz and Krabby. And These Mark. just sound like words. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about right now. So he wrote a whole of like, I'm going to miss everybody. But he named people like trainers and equipment oh, managers. Yeah. And they all have weird names. 
like bloke and Funny. giz and he, crabby and well that's nice he's been there a long time he has been it's uh been 18 years for aaron Rodgers. to the fans he says thank you you made every run out of the tunnel special every home game magical and it was my honor to be your qb this is not the end for us i will see you again green bay you'll always have my heart huh Thank you. Aaron Rodgers. So did Aaron Rodgers want to leave or did they just want him to leave? There's a lot of stuff there. Um, It's a lot. uh, Green Bay was pretty much like, yeah, we're we're good with trading you now at this Mm, point. Yeah. He's kind of gone off the deep end a little bit, but you can find more on the Facebook page, 92.3 WIL. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Have mercy. Have you heard? That back on the set of Full House during the very first season in 1987, John Stamos, who played Uncle Jesse, tried to have the Olsen twins fired. Really? At the time, Mary-Kate and Ashley were only 11 months old. And it was during that iconic scene where Uncle Jesse and Joey are home alone with the kids. They have to change the baby's diaper and they're holding her at the same time. And they're dancing up and down the stairs and they finally end up changing her like in the kitchen sink. Everyone knows the scene. Yeah. He said that the Olsen twins just gave them too much trouble that day because of all the crying and that he couldn't handle it. And they kept switching this one. This one's not going to cry. This one's not gonna, I, I couldn't deal with it. And I said, this is not going to work. And so they got rid of him. They bring on these two redheaded kids. It was only a few days. And I said, bring the Olsons back. These kids are, are terrible. So long story short, of course, the Olsons came back and went on to have an incredible career. But I, I can't believe they listened to him. I thought so, too, because he didn't have, like, a ton of leverage back then. That was also yeah. one of his first jobs. I was going to say, you know, if Uncle Jesse... I guess he's one of the main characters on the show, but he's not Bob Saget. But he said he got them fired for at least a couple days. And if they didn't know before, they know now. Get him off the set, capiche? Can you imagine? Man. If there was a different set of twins that were Michelle Tanner. Never. I mean, it's already got to be hard enough to find children that are willing to participate. I'm sure they had struggles with the twins, but... I mean, they're kids. They're 11 months at that point. There were some amazingly funny moments that the character of Michelle had during that series. Exactly. So like I said, they came back not only to star in the show for another eight years, but to become some of the most famous child actors and entrepreneurs ever. Yeah, now they're just like hanging out, living in that money. Right. So shout out to uh, John Stamos for trying, not fully (laughs) succeeding. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, I want you to be honest and rate your driving skills on a scale from 1 to 10. I will say 7. A 7? Yeah. Taking all things into consideration, you would rate yourself a 7. How about your fiance? 6. 6. Okay. I think I'd rate myself like a 9.5. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Always, like, following rules and stuff. He's going very slow on the highways. Indicating whether I'm, like, switching lanes. He's using lanes. his signals. Yeah. You know. He's making full stops. Safe He's not going at a green light. He's stopping and counting to three and then going. Of course. <laughs> I've never done that. That's, that's. I feel like that's something you would do. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm the slowest driver in the world, but I'm not, like, I'm not going 80 down 270 by any means. A new study shows that if you know someone who is a terrible driver, it's not their fault. It's their parents' fault. Mm. Yeah. So now you have a new person to blame for your terrible driving. 
If your mom and dad did things like speed or roll through stop signs, there's a much higher chance that you do that too. Did your parents use their signals growing up? Um, Casey? I don't know if I paid attention to that, but I know that I know that my mom and I drive pretty similarly. Okay. Uh, two thirds of people who admit to dangerous driving say they were raised by parents who were also bad drivers. People in that group are three times more likely to have been pulled over in the past 10 years and three times more likely to have points on their license. I think the same thing can be said for like people, good drivers or whatever kind of driver you are. I'm sure part of that comes from your parents. See, there was that time when I broke the law. What was it? Like three years ago at this point, you made a U-turn on Olive. Yeah. And I got pulled over in our in our parking garage here at the station and the guy was like the cop was like i can't find anything for the last like 13 years you're good just don't do that anymore gosh <laughs> like there's nothing else going on in creep core but me illegally turning left into an empty lot. an empty parking lot on empty olive but I get it. We got to make sure things are safe. Some of the bad habits that parents are most likely to pass down are speeding. 55% of people who say, who speed say their parents did too. Road rage is another one. I've curbed that. I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the best way to curb road rage is to just not look at the other drivers. That's it. Yeah. You give a you give a driver a look as they're going they're going by. That's just gonna it just fuels the fire. Just don't look. Yeah, <laughs> it really depends on the situation for me because I'm throwing looks. Yeah, well there you go. I mean, I'm then throwing you will, eyebrows and you know what I think. You will fuel road rage with that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, poor spatial awareness, like drifting in other lanes, being a bad parallel parker. Can you do that? Oh, I love a parallel park. I'm right? good at that. That's always fun. Sudden moves like cutting people off is also on the list. So uh, I'm going to post this up on the Facebook page and you can tag your parents, you know. If you're a terrible driver, be like, thanks, mom and dad. Remy and Casey. Would it be weird to watch Home Alone in the middle of summer or Sandlot in the middle of winter? Yeah, I think so. I, for one, think that Home Alone can be watched at any point in the year. It's one of my favorite movies. Home Alone 2? Come on. It's a Christmas movie. I don't care. I would come home from high school, like on orthodontist appointments and things like that, where I would have the rest of the day off. And watch Home Alone. Watch Home Alone 2 is the best. It was the best. Gosh. Do you have seasonal shows? I, all I am is seasonal shows. And I'm kind of a weird person. Like I like to rewatch things, but I only allow myself to rewatch things at certain points of the year or at like certain months of the year. Okay. Example, Titanic, only in April. Why April? I don't know. It just is. Do you know? I mean, does it have anything anything to do with the fact that it sank in April? Is that true? Yeah. Do you have a weird? It was Titanic? that cold in April. Well, I mean, they like were, it was freezing. People. They were pretty north. So yeah, April fourteenth to April fifteenth, the Titanic sank. Maybe you have like a deep connection with the Titanic. Well, maybe we already knew on, that. Maybe you were on the Titanic. I only watch Gossip Girl in the fall. Like, if I'm going to rewatch it, I'll okay. only start it in the fall. Same with, like, Twilight. I will only watch that if it's winter, specifically if it's, if it's snowing outside, then I'll start... Snow! One of the Twilight movies. See, Twilight, for me, is always when it's raining outside. Mm. Foggy, rainy, Seattle. whatever. Yeah. Or, like, throwbacks. Like, um, I'm a really big... I used to be, like, a really big TV land person. Brady Bunch. Uh-huh. Or even, like, Fresh Prince. Yeah. Only at nighttime in the summer. That's so odd. I've only got like, depending on like what time of year it is and what time of day it is, really 
huh. pinpoints what I'm going to be watching. Okay, well, I guess I guess there's there's some shows that I do that with. Um, I also do this with music. Okay, what do you get for music? Like I really lean into country. Obviously, in the summer when it's country concert season. Sure. Whenever fall comes around, it's very alt rock or like punk punk pop. Uh huh. Whenever spring comes in, that's 100% pop music. The Post Malones and the Taylors. Okay. I'm thinking like fall would be a good folklore evermore kind of right. vibey. Does this happen with food for you? Because this happens with food for me. No. Like I'm not putting, I'm not eating chili unless it's on a hot dog in the summer. I'm, we're just not eating chili over the summer. You don't eat chili in the winter? No, we eat chili only exclusively in the winter. I don't eat it over the summer. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Burgers, don't eat them in the winter. Really? Yeah. That's just odd. Like even at a restaurant? I don't know. Restaurant, that's a whole different factor. I'm just or saying like making it. It's because you just don't it. want, you don't want to go outside and grill it. Yeah. Because that would be the reason why. Yeah. 314-699-4766. Do you have a seasonal like TV show or movie or like a food you can only eat in a certain season? I don't know. Twilight just feels weird to watch on a summer day. It just, it's an unwritten rule. <laughs> you can't watch Home Alone in the summer. It just feels weird. Not for me personally, but I feel like watching any kind of Christmas movie or Christmas related movie in the summer is right. a little odd. It's, yeah. Maybe Christmas in July. Maybe if you're doing a little theme or whatever. Uh, Jessica on the text line says, as soon as it gets warm outside, I want to grill all the things, but winter, everything goes in the crock pot. It's right. Just how it goes. I think that's pretty average. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just it just feels so odd. If I was it, like, it wasn't even like a going outside to grill burgers thing. It's more of a just. It feels like a summer food, mm-hmm. and I don't know about having it in the winter. It just doesn't happen. It's not part of the canon of foods that we eat. Interesting. So, uh, if you've got a seasonal movie, TV show, or food item that you will only consume in one season, let us know. Three one four six nine nine forty seven sixty six. Remy and Casey. All right, time to play the big three. Three questions. Separate you from Tyler Hubbard tickets today playing in Bethalto. Jackie is on the phone. Casey in the hot seat today. Want to spin the wheel of games? Yes. All right. Today we are playing the four second song game. I'll play four seconds of a song and you have to tell me what that song is. This is all genre. Oh, I love that. Well, I think I love that. Yeah best news is that Jackie on the other line is going to be my phone a friend, so be yeah. listening. So you can you can help out with one of these songs if you need some help. Jackie is going to be there for you, and then she'll tell us how many she thinks you got right at the end of the game, and she could win those Tyler Hubbard tickets. I think we'll start easy. Okay. Okay. Uh, I want to say you got to tell me the song title, but I'll take An song artist. song or artist, although that might make it really easy. Okay. Let's. I'll, well, I'll do my best. Okay. All right, here we go. Song number one. Oh, that's Keith Urban. Um, I wanna somebody like you. I wanna love somebody like you. Yeah. Final answer? Yeah. Okay. Here is number two. No, I don't know. I just know it goes. Jackie, coming to you. Oh, gosh, hold on. I know this. Yep. Oh. Guys. 
I'm totally blanking. Jackie, come on. Okay. I know. It's in every sports movie ever, and I just... It's the eye of the tiger. Is it it's a... the eye of the tiger. Wow. It's the remix. Uh, is it your final answer? Yeah. Okay. All right. You cannot use your phone a friend anymore. This one's going to be a little bit more <laughs> tough, I think. Uh, your final song. Here we go. It's Run DMC. It's tricky to rock around, do rock around. That's right on time. I, is it literally called tricky? I don't know. It's tricky. Is it tricky or is it vanilla ice? <laughs> <laughs> ice, ice baby. It's got those symbols from that era. I'm going with Run DMC. Run DMC, final answer. Yeah. All right, here we go. We're gonna go back through these. Uh, actually, we're gonna we're gonna ask and see how many uh, Jackie. How many do you think Casey got right today? I think she got all three. Oh. Dang it. She did not get all three. You got two out of three. Okay. So let's go back through here and we'll play the full. So here's uh, number one. I'm telling you that little banjo on the front. So you got that one, Keith Urban, somebody like you, number one. Number two. We were both unsure, right? Jackie and Casey, both yes. not, not 100% sure, but yes, it is. I have the tiger. And the last one mm. was tricky. Wait, wait, don't play it. Don't play it. Don't play anymore. I'm not going to play anymore. Oh, that's the clue. It's not Ice Ice Baby. It's not Ice Ice Baby. Is it the one that sounds like Ice Ice Baby? Like everyone kind of gets them confused? Uh, n no. It is Ice Ice Baby. Oh, why did you say it's not? But I could see where you would think it, uh, Tricky would be the... Very vinyl. Yeah, I got to go listen to how that song starts. Congratulations to Jackie, who will still get those uh, Tyler Hubbard tickets anyway because we're super nice. Obviously. Thank you for calling and playing along, Tyler Hubbard, at Ballpark Village, June 23rd. KC Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Morgan Wallen's little vocal issue is turning into a much bigger problem than he anticipated. On Sunday, he suddenly canceled his performance minutes before he was set to take the stage at Ole Miss, and he called off his show due to claims of losing his voice. We mentioned this on Monday, but it just keeps getting more detailed. We keep like learning more things. So I found out that all three of his opening acts did perform. They got three hours into the show before he put the signs up on the screens that said he didn't have a voice, which was our first question on Monday. Yeah. Also... Refunds would be available. Keep that in mind. The very next day, a fan who attended the show sued Morgan Wallen for breach of contract and negligence in a class action lawsuit. They mentioned points like having to pay for a babysitter for the night, driven hours, booked an overnight hotel stay, all the expenses that go into having that big night. And the fan felt that Morgan's team should have filled in the crowd hours before they actually did. Mm -hmm. The story, of course, continues to escalate over the past few days. 
when a video of a security guard working the concert told fans that Morgan hadn't lost his voice but was too intoxicated to perform. Yeah. So I'm learning now. Morgan has postponed his next three upcoming shows, made another statement that says he is advised to stay on vocal rest, but it seems here that there are the Remy's and there are the Casey's. <laughs> I immediately said this. When when this announcement came out and he canceled the show however many minutes before he was supposed to go on, I was like, you, he was drunk. Like he had, to, he had to have been drinking and he wasn't in a state that he could sing in, but they're calling it vocal whatever. And then that security guard said something. But I know that the the management company that manages all those security guards is like, nah, it's not it's not real. He's right. he's lying or whatever. We'll ne- we'll probably never know the truth here. And I'm, people can speculate. I'm falling under benefit of the doubt side. I think that we hear a lot about this. It usually happens to like one artist every few years where they have to go on vocal rest because they're performing so much they lose their voice. And I just, I don't know that he would go to the lengths of canceling three shows following just to keep up with a lie. It feels like that security guard thought he was like cool guy in the building and was just saying some I don't know. I don't know. Lots of money. Morgan doesn't make it easy to stick up for him in this case, though. That's true. Do you remember uh, this happened back in in 2020? And this was a totally different time. But he, uh, they canceled his performance on Saturday Night Live because he wasn't wearing a mask at a party the night before or something. Yeah, everyone remembers that. Yeah. So, I mean, this, I guess. He wasn't wearing a mask at a bar in Alabama. And there were videos going around of him kissing every girl there. Yeah. And this was COVID. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, we will never. No, unless there are like multiple accounts that come out after like going one way or the other. We'll never actually know. But I as a as a fan, as a as a country music fan, that would be very hard to be like, all right, we're at the climax of the show. Morgan Wallen's about ready to come out. Oh, and vocals. Yeah. Which you probably would have known a little bit before that. You know what I mean? I think that's that's people's biggest argument is right. how did they you could not have said know? so hours beforehand? Exactly. Exactly. A lot of people comparing it to the show where Luke Holmes lost his voice and he went on and he told the crowd, like, hey, I don't have a voice tonight, so I need you to sing as loud as possible. And they yeah. essentially did the show when he didn't sound great. He didn't sing much at all. But I think fans still appreciated that. I think these are apples and oranges. But I I mean, like you said, no one will really know the truth. So good luck to him. Hopefully this lawsuit goes nowhere. <laughs> and uh, you can see the rest on our Facebook page. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenberg with Tellurides in stock at Offenberg Kia in Shiloh. Remy and Casey. Every once in a while off the air, we'll have these conversations and they get a little weird from time to time. Yesterday, we started talking about what if country artists offered products that they don't already offer? Like the way that everybody's got a brand of liquor, the way everybody's got a tequila or a wine or a whatever. Yeah. What if we act, what if they were doing something different that made a little more sense to them? Exactly. Casey, would you like to go first? Sure. I think it is time that Kane Brown has a collaboration with Waze or Google Maps (laughs) so he will never get lost again. He's been known to do so. You harp on me for giving him crap about that still. It just seems like <laughs> it just seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah, at least be a be one of those celebrity voices that you can you can yeah, program on. That, I can, that like yeah. like I'm sorry, Kane can be the voice coming out of my Google Maps. Exactly. Exactly. 
Do you have anything else? I have more. You go one ahead. Okay, I'll go on. Uh, Carrie Underwood. I feel like Carrie has mastered the art of the fitness fashion. She's already got her fitness brand called Kalia. So this would be an easy pivot. Trendy underwear. Huge right now. This time, something for men. The total package called Overwood. A new brand of men's boxer briefs. <laughs> Carrie Underwood with Overwood. I can just see like the logo. It's just Overwood, period. And then just dudes in boxer briefs everywhere. I wish she would lean into that. Man, I wouldn't. I have Tyler Hubbard should put stakes into 92.3 WIL, maybe some investments, <clears throat> because our parent company is obviously called Hubbard. Ah! It's in the name. Maybe they're related and we didn't even know it. They're not. I've looked it up. Oh. I know. So you think Tyler Hubbard should own radio stations? Uh, no, I think, well, I think he should at least invest in some, <laughs> you know. And then, oh, then he could really control how much of his music hits the radio. That's true. I don't know if it's legal now that I talk about that. Well, I mean, if you own a radio station, you can play whatever you want. He could play himself just all the time. I also have that Brett Young should have his own line of anti-aging lotion and potion products for men so that everyone can look young. Brett Young. Oh, that's good. You know? I like that. Uh, my last one is for Morgan Wallen. <clears throat> we all know he's got that sweet tea coming out, but how about something more specific? When your job relies on your voice... Morgan Mist. Morgan Mist? It's a misting spray for your throat so you can still get on stage and sing for all your sold out shows. Oh my gosh. Lube those cords with Morgan Mist. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's out there. That exists. I'm telling you, he, he would, uh, he'd be out there. He does need his own brand of that. It's I also like, said Miranda Lambert should have her own line of like Kleenex or handkerchief. So, um, you know. Mm. She can rep that when she's crying on stage every night. Always, every single time. Hey, if you think you've uh, got a product for a country artist, Garth's Gators, that's always one of our go-tos. Still waiting on him to come through with that. I think he should just have a brand called Girth. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jelly Roll's missing out on an opportunity for a donut Donuts. Line. Just, I mean, straight up. A whole up. shop in Nashville. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let's go. Not a bar, not a liquor. A donut shop. A donut shop. And just call it. Jelly Rolls. Let's go, Jelly Roll. From the A3O, Canes Canes, Canes bringing stability to your hometown. <laughs> uh, that is from the text line. We're asking about uh, products that country artists should have based on their name or yeah. maybe their personality or what they've done their in the character, past. Their character, yeah. From the 573, uh, Luke Combs should come out with his own line of... Combs. Combs. So you can comb your hair with Luke. And right? I, I I do want it to be something so off the wall that you would never really consider, but like that's why it that's why that business works cuz yeah. no one else is doing that. It could be it could be set up like uh the Harry's subscription, the right. the shavers. You get a new you comb know, every. You get a new comb so every. Often. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, dang. Just, We've been telling these artists to hit us up for for business ideas for years. There's just money pouring out of the show. They never right have. Now. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, if you've got an idea for a country artist, a product, we're not talking. We're not talking about a bar. We're not talking about liquor. We're talking about something creative, something fun. Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes, brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit Air Comfort Service 
Sports.com. Today we say thank you to Deontay Sissom. Deontay is the most dedicated, hardworking person I know. He currently works for Nationwide Organ Recovery Transportation Alliance, or NORA. Uh, Deontay transports organs and transport teams all over the Midwest. Deontay previously was a police officer for four years where he had received multiple life-saving awards. Deontay was also in the Illinois National Guard where he received more awards for his actions. So thank you so much. He was nominated by Haley Sissom. And I recognize that name. Deontay is definitely a winner from us. He definitely calls in to play the big three and tunes in in the morning. They sent a request song to hear Brooks and Dunn. It's Red Dirt Road on WIL. Hey, if you missed it, uh, you can see when Casey and I went to prom, our photos (laughs) are up on the Facebook page. It makes it sound like we just went last week. Oh, no. I mean, like 20 years ago for me and 10 years ago for Casey. 20. <laughs> I know, right? We're we're kind of simultaneously talking about our reunions right now, but mine's the 20-year class reunion and Casey's is the 10-year class reunion. But we were talking about prom earlier and how my prom date actually uh, commented because we replaced her, her head with Amanda Bynes's head. Obviously. For privacy reasons, right? Right. I didn't want to have to go ask my date from high school, hey, you mind if we post Do your you picture, post a picture of you? on St. Louis on our Facebook page? So if you want to see that, go to 923WIL Facebook. Uh, We did open up the text lines earlier for that and people talking about their favorite or least favorite part of prom. And Courtney said the least favorite part was buying a dress. I always bought mine from Marketplace, but some of my friends spent $500 on a prom dress. That is absurd for me. Uh, Lexi said the same thing. Not sure how much dresses used to cost, but I spent $50 in 2016 on my prom dress. As someone who is now getting married and has bought a wedding dress, I am mind blown how girls will spend up to $1,000 on a dress for one night when I couldn't even do that for my big day. These girls spend so much money on prom. Yeah. So I was one of those girls that definitely spent like two, three, I think maybe even three. 350 mm-hmm. on a dress for like prom and for homecoming and stuff and now looking back on it it feels so silly I, it, it, you're right it's it shouldn't be that much how much were you how much was the dress that you're wearing in that photo that we posted probably between three and four hundred it looked very lavish it's I'm telling you very poofy. I was the best dress girl at that prom. <laughs> I guarantee it. I wouldn't wear it today, but back then it was it. Yeah. Uh, let us know on the Facebook page. You can actually post your throwback prom photos up there too. And that, you know, there's always that one pose where the guys in behind and the, you the know, prom pose. the prom pose. So uh, that's happening in my photo. Casey decided not to include her date in hers. So uh, you can check that photo out and leave your photos. Tell us what you liked or what you didn't like about prom. It is prom season 314-699-4766. On the way out this morning, we talked about prom season. We posted our prom photos uh, from 20 years ago for me and for ten, from 10 years ago for Casey. You can see that on the Facebook page. Go uh, post your throwback. It's fun to see some of the dresses. I mean, the, the tuxes really haven't changed much over the but years. But the dresses. The that dresses, is the best yeah. part every year to get on Facebook and see like the people you know or the people who you know, their kids who are all going to prom and see what everyone's wearing these days. Yeah. It was very jewel tone, I feel like, in my prom era. Yeah, and, and it was very loud and um, yeah. <laughs> textury in mine, let's put it that way. That's a good way. And now there's just, there's nothing to the dress. It's just a couple pieces of fabric and that's it. Perhaps, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of uh, tassels and things. Uh, you can go check that out on the Facebook page. Go check out our photos. I did want to make mention, somebody had texted earlier and said that prom after parties are 
not awesome these days because you you know you bring them back to the school mm-hmm. or go to a convention center and you just give away a bunch of prizes. She said that she liked when they would just go to somebody's house afterwards. And I don't know. I feel like you're going to do that enough in college. Man, if I can go somewhere and win oh, a new TV. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> trade post-prom for anything. It was way more fun than I'm sure anybody who didn't go yeah, had. Yeah, I had a lot of fun at post-prom. Maybe we just had like pretty lit schools, though. That's, that's know. Uh, you know, you could be onto something there. Uh, if you want to tell us about your prom or likes, dislikes, things like that, 314-699-4766. That is our text line. Uh, if you missed anything from the show, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. We will see you tomorrow for a Friday light. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 92.3 W-I-L.